Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Do the robot and it is fun to do. Can you guys do the robot? Because that was the dopest robot you've ever seen. I can't be too loud because the baby is sleeping downstairs. Uh, guys, remember, follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO, Twitter at Jesus Show NTO, Facebook. You can find me uh, if you type in the Jesus Show, not that one. TikTok at the Jesus Show, not that one. YouTube, you can type in the Jesus Show, not that one, or the Jesus Show NTO. And you can email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. Uh, this week is going to be a Jesusito episode because I said so, and that's how it's going to be. Uh, this weekend, we're hoping to go to Boston to go see Megan and AJ and the girls. We're hoping to go so that they can meet our little guy, Athanasios. And it's contingent on a couple things um, if we go because we need somebody to stay home and watch the dogs for us since we have dogs. So we're going to see, hopefully, Jorge uh, can stay home and watch him for two days as we jet set off and uh, go see Megan and AJ. It's been a while. I'm trying to remember the last time we went to go see them. I think it was Allie's birthday last year. So it's going to be almost a year since we've seen him, uh, which is crazy because when we were all in L.A., when we were in L.A. together, um, you know, we saw him all the time. And then when they moved to Houston, we saw them a lot. We saw him, I think. I want to say we saw them at least once a month. And that was a combination of Allie would go see them spend like, a, you know, three, four, five days with them. And then I would go do the same thing. And then we would go together. And then, she, you know, I would go, she would go. A lot of that was our schedule. Um, because sometimes... You know, I, I couldn't drop a trip or I didn't want to drop a trip because it was really good. Either it was like a Melbourne or Sydney or, or um, anything, any trip. Uh, so we were always going when we can and then we'd go together. Uh, and then 2020 came and then that fucked everything up because it just was like we didn't feel safe going and mostly they had just had Colette so we didn't want to like we didn't want to bring something from the plane and give it to them um, and not just them those you know a bunch of other a bunch of other friends that we didn't see during that time because we didn't want to give them anything either and so yeah it's been a while and then now that they've been in Boston 
I've been a couple times. Yeah, I've been a couple times. I think Allie's only gone once. I think this is going to be her second time. Or no, maybe twice. I can't remember. I think I've been one or two times uh, more than her. Um, but it's just, you know, things... Life happens. They get busy. You know, they have three little girls running around, which AJ posted a picture, or not a picture, he posted a video, and Noel looks super tall. So does Alexi. I was like, oh my God. Then Colette, like they run by, you know, they, they come into frame and then go out of frame. And then Colette comes back in and she starts, like she's walking, which is crazy to me because the last time I saw her, I was holding her because she couldn't walk. And she, you know, goes, me, 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 me. She says something into the camera, which is adorable. It's like, oh my God, man, it's been so long since we've seen him. Um, so now that we're going to be going, it's exciting that now we have our little baby so that they can meet. So that's, that's exciting. And they're playing the galaxy, which I think is kind of cool. I just picked... Um, you know, when I was looking at the calendar before I got hurt, I was like, oh, I can fit in a trip here at the end of the month. And then I got hurt and then, you know, it didn't really matter when we went, but we kept the date at the end of the month. And then it happens to be Luca's birthday. So I was like, oh, so everything, everything's kind of. Worked out, I guess. Worked out? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Not that we were trying to work it in like that, I guess. No, not that it worked out. Everything magically aligned, right? Was, is that the phrase you would use? Uh, but yeah, we're excited for that. I'm excited for Athanasio's first uh, plane ride. I'm a little nervous, but excited. I keep thinking, you know, okay, I'm going to have to drop Allie off and Athanasios off at the terminal. And then I have to go park the car. And then I have to hurry up and get to where they are so that I can help her get to the gate. And then because we're, we're flying standby, we don't, you know, we're not guaranteed a seat. And then I think... You know, uh, normally they don't give us a, unless if there's like, let's say the plane holds 200 people. If there's a hundred seats open, then well before boarding, they'll give us a, a seat. But most of the time, even lately, even if, even if there's like 30 seats open, I've been sitting there like 15 minutes before they're going to close the, the door. And they go, oh, we just gave you a seat. And I'm thinking, what the fuck took you so long? Like, how long, how long have you known that this, this plane wasn't full? Why didn't you give us a seat then? And it all depends on the gate agent because there's times where I've, you know, even before I get to the airport, it says you have a seat. Oh, cool. And there's been like, I don't know, 10 seats. Like, we've all gotten seats, 
and you know, I don't know, let's say there's eight people on the list and there's been 12 seats open. And before I even get to the airport, I'll get, I'll get a seat. And I mean, I'm not on the other side of the computer, so I don't know exactly what they see. But I just find it odd that in those situations, I get a seat and I'm like, oh, cool. Then there's been times where I get to the airport and the night before there was 75 seats open and the standby list is like 20 people. And then as I get to the airport, now there's 65 seats open and maybe there's 30 people on standby. And you would think, oh, well, we should all be cleared by now. Nope. One time there was a gate agent in San Francisco that didn't give us, there was 20, there was like 20 of us on the standby list. It was the last flight of the night going San Fran to LA. It was like 80 seats open. It was almost an empty flight. It was like 20, I think like 25 people on standby. And we're out the gate. And, you know, boarding ended like within six, seven minutes. And then we're all just kind of waiting around. And there were some people that went up. And normally, as a standby, you don't go up and ask the gate agent like, hey, am I going to get a seat? I'm waiting for a seat. It's tacky. You don't do it. But I guess there were some people in that situation that thought, you know, hey, maybe, you know, we can all get cleared since boarding's done and more than half of the full is empty. So they went up there and the gate agent started yelling at them. You know, you guys are standbys and I shouldn't even give you a seat now because you shouldn't be coming up to me and tell me how to do my job. And I was, I was close to the podium and the two girls weren't telling the gate agent, how to do her job. They just said, hey, I'm wondering uh, if we can get a seat now because it looks like more than half of the plane is empty. Is that correct? The gate agent just lost it. Blah, 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 blah. And then the girls were like, hey, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just asking you a question. He was like, you need to wait over there. So he backed up. They're like, all right. Get in. It was like, I'm going to call a supervisor. She never called the supervisor. So we, all, we were all just waiting. Just waiting there. And it was 10 minutes before boarding. Or 10 minutes before closing the door. And normally, they'll close the door 10 minutes before. And nothing. Then finally... The gate agent goes, all standbys have been cleared. So we all refresh our app. Boom, we all got a seat. And then she says, I'm going to be closing the door in the next minute if everybody doesn't get on because we're past when we're supposed to close the door. (laughs) And then she started nitpicking. Like, oh, you need to check your bag. And that one's, you know, because technically we're only supposed to have two bags. And there was some, you know, some flight attendants who were uh, in front of me that had three bags. And it was 
their rollerboard, their tote, and then a purse or a lunchbox. And she was just, you shouldn't be. And then I got, when she got to me, just before I got up there, she said, you know, again, like, I'm going to be closing the door. You guys are taking forever. And I just kindly told her, I said, well, you took forever to do your job. So I don't know what you're getting upset about. And she goes, do you want me to pull you off the flight? I go, you do whatever you need to do. And she just said, ah, you're lucky I'm in a good mood. I go, you're not in a good mood. Have a good night. And I got on the plane. Um, All that huge story to tell you, I don't know when we're going to get a seat. Hopefully it's somewhat early in in the boarding process. Because then I keep thinking, oh, I have to try to maneuver my bag with Allie's bag so that I can put everything up so that Allie can sit down and get comfortable with the baby. I'm assuming she's going to be able to carry her own bag because she'll probably have him in the wrap that she has. I don't think we'll put him in the carrier. I think the carrier is more convenient for me just because I don't know how to wrap it, how to do the wrap by myself. Allie, Allie knows how to do it. She's, she's Epros. I'm not Epros. I'm better with the carrier because just today Allie told me, she's like, if you snap the back, go through the thing, then I can wrap the belt around my midsection. And then I can put him on me and then I can do the daily. And then I can click him here and then. So that one's easier for me, but I get super sweaty with him, which sucks because every time I take him out for a walk, he falls asleep and I love, I love having him right there. The dogs are walking. I'll rub his back. I talk to him. I give him kisses. And then any, every time we get back to the house, I always have to change him. Because the, the whole front of me is just a pool of sweat. Which sucks for him. Um, you know, but it is hot. Clearly, I would, I'm going to assume that during the winter, it's not going to be like that. Because even if I am sweating a lot, I'm going to have my coat on. He's going to be all bundled up. So even if I am sweating, I'm not going to be doing a sweatings on him. Um, so yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun. I think, and, and because it's a short flight, it shouldn't be too bad. If he gets too fussy, Allie can always, you know, put him on the boob and he just, he gets milk drunk. He'll just, Aww. and then next month we're going to go to California. So, that he can meet my mom, Jose, Greg, Katie, my sister, Yano, uh, Janice, Danny, the kids, everybody. Um, so I'm excited for that. For him to meet, you know, Jonah, Frankie, Pat. It sucks, Danny. Oh, yeah, that's right. Danny's not going to be there. Frankie's brother. Because he's in training currently to be a flight attendant. For the company we work for. Uh, That's exciting. He went, I believe, August 15th. And I want to say it's six weeks. 
I can't remember when he said is his graduation date. But that's that's really exciting. Um, and then last week, he texted me. He said, they told me I can be based in Dulles, Chicago, or Denver. He goes, how should I, how should I put them on the list? And I said, well, I'm going to tell you to come to Chicago because we're here. I said, so, I mean, if you need anything, we're close. We're here. You know, we can help you out. So I told him, I said, you should go Chicago, Denver, Dulles. And I told him the reason why you should put Dulles last is because they make them cover three airports. And each airport is like an hour away. And they have, you have to get there yourself. So as a brand new flight attendant, most of these flight attendants don't have cars. And even if they do have cars... It's an hour away. It's an hour drive. Then you have to figure out parking once you get there. So normally you have to pay for it. I think the company reimburses them, but it's stupid because you have to pay everything out of pocket. And even if you have to take the train, then the train takes you. It's not just an hour. It's like an hour and a half because it has stops. So then you have to leave like two hours. It's it's a fucking nightmare. So I told him, I said, just... Put Chicago first, Denver, and then Dallas. Because in Chicago, we only cover one airport. In Denver, we only cover one airport. In Dallas, they do this fucking stupid thing. They even do that shit in Newark, which is, I think it's stupid, but whatever. Um, I went to the dentist today. Do you guys like the dentist? I don't like the dentist. I don't like the dentist because... I don't take care of my teeth properly. So when I go to the dentist, there's a lot of problems with my teeth. I went to the dentist and the dentist said I had six cavities. Four different places, you know, different uh, teeth. And then two of them are in my lower molars, my wisdom teeth. He said, take those out. He goes, I'm not even going to touch them because they're too, what do you say? They're not compacted. They're just too far back. And I think he said they're lower than the other teeth. So they like haven't pushed through all the way. He said, my top ones are still compacted, which means they haven't come out. He goes, if they, if they don't bother you, if they don't hurt you, you don't notice them. Don't, don't touch them. He's like, cause they're really up there. He goes, but the bottom ones. They're just riddled with cavities. He's like, it's, it's not even worth trying to fix. He was just pull them out. So he goes, I'm going to send you to somebody. Oh, okay. Then he tells me, we're going to clean. We're going to clean your teeth. And then I'll fix the cavities. And I said, okay. And I told Allie, I kept telling her, I need to find a dentist. I need to find a dentist. Because I kept running my tongue on the back of my teeth, my bottom teeth. I kept cutting it because I had so much uh, tartar. So I went. They cleaned me up. Now I'm all nice and clean. I'm going to go like this. Feel smooth. Feel smooth all around. Um, so when I first went, they took some x-rays. It wasn't bad. When I went to go get my teeth clean, not bad. But then I knew with the cavities, they were going to have to give me shots. And they were going to have to drill and shit. And I was like, all right. I told the dentist, this is the same dentist that I had 10 years ago, 
when we first moved uh, when we first lived here. So that was cool. So I'm familiar with him in the office. Um, today when I went, he gave me a shot up here, a shot down here, and then a shot back here. These two were, I think he said they were localized. So he goes, your, your mouth isn't going to feel heavy or numb on this side. He's like, because it's just right there. He's like, so the, the drilling I'm going to do, you're not going to feel, because um, I can shoot it like right there. I said, okay. He's like, this one. From here to here, my whole mouth, even though I wasn't talking like that, I was talking normal like this, but it felt heavy. That procedure was at 3 p.m., and it's almost midnight right now, and I still, it, feel, it feels weird. It's not numb anymore, but it just feels weird right now. Um, so my, my, my mouth felt like this. But I, but I wasn't talking like that. They wanted me to bite. And I couldn't, it, I couldn't feel myself biting. Like closing my mouth properly. So they come back and he goes, oh, the worst is over. Okay. And again, I had told the dentist that I have pretty bad anxiety uh, when it comes to the dentist. And man, did he find out. I suck dick at fucking pussy when it comes to the dentist. Because I'm sitting back. And they're like, alright, here we go. And I open my mouth. And the dentist, he's on this side, on my right side. His assistant's on the left. I'm like this. And he has the little mirror and the drill. So he's like this. Two things, I two, see his two hands here. And then, oh, and then they have the the sucker thing right here. Sucking And they put a cotton dilly over here. So now I have extra shit in my fucking mouth. Then I see the assistant lady. She has her hands in here like this. I saw that and I almost fucking flipped out. My palms were sweating, dripping, just sweat. I kept having to go like this. He starts and he had told me before when, uh, before he started, he goes, if you need a break, raise your left hand. Almost immediately, I raised my left hand. And he goes, are you okay? And I go, no. He goes, what's wrong? I go, I'm, 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 I'm nervous. Um, I feel very uncomfortable. And I was like, because to me, it felt like they were in the back of my throat. And then I kept thinking, they're going to drop something in my mouth. It's going to go down my throat. I'm going to gag. I'm going to throw up. All this, all this thing, all these things start going into my head. And in reality, their hands are, they're outside of my mouth for the most part. The thing that's in my mouth is the tool. And it doesn't take, it doesn't take up that much space. But I, just, I don't, I don't like it. So then I was like, oh, it's like, okay, let me, and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. The rest of the procedure, I had my eyes closed because just keeping my eyes open and seeing how many fucking hands were in front of my face. Oh my God. Then he asked me, he's like, do you want any laughing gas to relax you? And I said, no. And the reason why I didn't want any is because I didn't want something else. Like I already, I'm already numb. The laughing gas, you know, it's supposed to relax you. I don't know if it's going to relax me because my anxiety level is like at a hundred. 
So he gets the first two done. He's like, all right, we're almost there. And I kept having to take breaks. And I'm like, I'm shaking. And he goes, oh, man, you really, he goes, you said you had anxiety, but man, this is really bad. And I go, yeah, I know. And then I go, the worst part is I'm paying you. I'm paying you to do this to me. <laughs> we had a little laugh and he goes, oh, man, uh, next time you should, uh, I can't remember what drug he told me. I so next time we should give you, you know, this drug, that'll really mellow you out. And I go, I don't, I don't know if that would even work. I go, because yeah, it might be mellow, but I mean, I'm not saying that I could outdo a prescription pain med or some sort of medication, but I mean, unless you're putting me out, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm going to feel comfortable. So he did the drilling and then came to the filling, doing the filling part and doing the filling was even worse because he's in my, I have to hold my mouth open longer. I can't take breaks because once he starts putting like the cement and shit in there, like it has to stay dry and I can't close my mouth. If I close my mouth, we have to start over again. And I started tasting it and I have this thing where if I get a bad taste in my mouth, I want to throw up. So I'm usually, I usually have Ali carry gum or candy, which she normally never has, even though I've always asked her, hey, can you just do this one? Like, this is a pretty big deal for me. Can you do this one thing? She rarely does it. Uh, then she goes, oh, I forgot. I didn't. Then I kind of lose it on her. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good, but I got through it. I have better teeth now. And when they take my um, wisdom teeth in the back, I'll be completely out. So I won't even uh, know what the fuck's going on. So yeah, that was my day. And that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Uh, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember, tell everybody you know to listen to The Jesus Show, not that one. And let's continue to grow this podcast. Thank you, like I've said before, every week for coming back, for watching and listening. I really, really appreciate it. I'll see you next week.